Do you know that the Jews thought that Sabbath is a form of a marriage where they are married to God and they celebrate it every Sabbath? It's a, an important thing, a sacred thing for the Jewish people. And we can learn from that. However, we are reading, we just read Genesis chapter 2, verses 1 to 3. This was before the law of Moses. In fact, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob did not practice a Sabbath-day worship. They worship as often as they could. They communed with God as often as they could. But in the time of Moses, the Sabbath was instituted. It was a law to a point that he who profanes the Sabbath would be put to death. And he who disobeys the Sabbath will be cut from his people. Such was the importance they, give, they gave to the Sabbath. When Christ Jesus came, he healed on the Sabbath and he was questioned by the Pharisees. And he said, well, I am Lord of the Sabbath. Meaning, uh, the Old Testament did not say you cannot heal on a Sabbath. But men have tried to make the law stricter than it is, even though the law was already strict. Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath, and he kept healing on the Sabbath. And he said that uh, if you had uh, a son or a daughter fall into the well, will you not pick it up? Because the Pharisees have made just a little work as violating the Sabbath. Now... We should look at it and learn from it, though we should not be legalistic about it. So God created the heavens and the earth. In fact, chapter 2, verses 1 to 3, I believe they should be added to chapter 1. That's just my point of view. Huh, Pastor Red, are you questioning the Bible? I am not questioning the, the, uh, the infallibility of the Bible in a certain sense, but it was only men who put the numbers. Before there were no numbers, it's just Genesis, it's just the Torah, it's just uh, John, uh, uh, Ephesians, it's, it's all just books, letters. Men put numbers so we can identify it, where it was. You know, it, it was somewhere in Genesis, I know. Now we can pinpoint that's Genesis 2, 1 to 3. So the numbering helped, but that doesn't mean the numbering was perfect. In fact, after he created everything... The first story of creation, the general viewpoint, which is he created different types, different categories, and then in the end, God rested. So God rested on the seventh day. So we were asked this question, was God tired? Is that why he rested? He, the Bible, Isaiah said he does not, he's not weary, does not grow weary or slumber. No, God was not tired. The word rested there in Hebrew is more, more exactly the word he stopped from working. He stopped from working because it was complete. He stopped because he, he, he had a sense of completion. It is done. That's why he stopped working on the seventh day. And thus, he stopped on the seventh day and sanctified it. In a manner of speaking, it is celebrated. That is why we... The calendars we use are seven days, right? Ever wondered where it came from? One preacher said, actually, seven days doesn't sound practical or easy to multiply with, right? 
unlike even numbers, it sounds easier if it's an even number. Why not eight days? Well, why not 10 days? Why not five days? So there's more rest time, right? Uh, more holidays. Why not? Well, because God completed in the seventh day and somehow the world adapted to it. That it is seven days. He sanctified it or made it holy. What does holy mean? The word holy means to set apart or to elevate, to make it different. So the seventh day was different from the six days because in that day he did not work. He elevated it. Resting on the seventh day is practiced by the Jewish people until today. Well, you know how they practice it. And um, my wife was listening to a rabbi and she shared to me what the rabbi taught. And uh, one family at least shared that it, it, they prepare everything before the Sabbath. Now, generally, it starts before sunset of Friday. It doesn't begin Saturday, midnight. It begins Friday, sunset. Everybody will be busy preparing so that the next day they won't do anything. They will do less. So the mother gets to work before. Everybody gets to work before. People are playing. Some are, are preparing for the meal. Children are, 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 are playing with each other and maybe reading, studying, catching up on work so that the next day there's nothing they should not do any work. So there's this drama that when the mother lights the candle, everybody stops working. Everybody now begins to be quiet because it's time for the family meal. Somehow it has preserved the Jewish family to those who are faithful to this. Nowadays, just to gather the family for a meal needs an appointment. <laughs> With growing children, and teenagers having, trying to uh, uh, organize their own life. Uh, they ask permission every now and then. And sitting together as a family and just celebrating God's goodness as a family is a losing tradition because we do not uh, put a certain time that must be protected. And we say, this is it. We must be together. But they do practice this. Well, not all Jews. The Jewish people who are committed to the Shabbat. So some observe it strictly while others passively. The Lord Jesus mentioned that Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath, meaning he was changing the perspective on the Sabbath because he fulfilled the law that we will not be under the law anymore. It will be like the time of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We will be under faith that though uh, you do not fulfill Sabbath as it is, it doesn't mean like what the Pharisees say, you will die or you should be punished. He was changing the rules because he has fulfilled. Because the new rule of Christ, they that need rest must come to me. That's the new Sabbath. The real Sabbath is if you are tired and weary and heavy laden, come to me. But Genesis 2 was not about Adam having rest or Abraham. No, no, because Adam could not get tired yet. He was full of energy. Can you imagine before the fall, uh, he didn't have to sweat a bro to get food. He just had to walk in the garden, pluck a fruit and eat. So it was not really for Adam. But we can still learn from it, treating it as holy and having a day 
to stop working and just to rest. Rest or ceasing from work is necessary. And I believe we should be strict about it for many reasons. One of the reasons would be health reasons. But in very rare cases, we may make an exception for work. In very rare cases, we can make an exception. That's why Jesus said we, uh, Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. But we can still learn in practice. Like if we as a church married to Christ, that's Ephesians 5, we can treat a week in a day to celebrate worship. Oh, but there's this question, as I already justified to you and mentioned to you, it was primarily for Israel. It was a sign in Exodus 31, it's clearly said that the Sabbath was a sign for Israel. Not necessarily for the Gentile people, but for Israel. A covenant in the Mosaic covenant, it's a sign for us. So make sure to understand it was a sign. Between who? Israel and God. Again, let me ask you, are you a Jew? Of course not. Unless you really are. You have a Jewish blood or you, you, you converted you to Judaism, which is going back. I don't understand some believers. Haven't you read the New Testament? Why do you want to be a Jew? So, okay. So, if you're going to be a Jew, then... All the strictness of being a Jew belongs to you as well. So you can never eat dinugaan again in your life. So some people say, no, no, we are spiritual Jews. Will you stop it? The Jews are the Jews and we are the church. Uh, what about a, a Jewish person who becomes a Christian? They call themselves Messianic Jews. Jews who believe in Jesus Christ. So doesn't mean what you study in the Old Testament. Not everything applies, but we can learn something. Not everything literally applies, but we can learn something from it. Should we worship on a Saturday or Sunday? Well, the Jewish people still observe the Saturday, Friday night. Then Saturday, they visit their synagogue to worship together. And then after that, they fellowship. Usually all the men together, all the women and all the children together. They just have fellowship. So it's wonderful in a Sunday that after we have worship service here, connect with one another and, and have lunch or coffee with one another. That's, that's a good exercise. Some religious groups also worship on a Saturday. It's not a big deal for me, really, because... After Christ said he's the Lord of the Sabbath and when he's, he violated the seventh day by healing so many people. He said man, Sabbath was made for man. Therefore, really we cannot be legalistic about it. When people worship, it doesn't have to be a Sunday. However, it's convenient because what? There's, sun, there's no work on a Sunday, right? Can you imagine if I do this on a Friday 10 o'clock? How many would be here? It would be difficult. And there are more progressive groups that even worship on a Friday. I was in a campus ministry before in UPLB. And uh, by Saturday morning, the students would go home. And they'll be back Sunday night or Monday morning. So I said, if we do a Sunday, there will be very few who would come to worship. 
But since we started a small Bible study group that grew to be the biggest organization in UPLB, we had to have worship. So we made it a Friday night. Some like like Sabbath, like the Jewish Sabbath. Friday night, we worship God. As you could see hundreds of people there just worshiping God. And the next day, they all go home. And we see each other again on Monday. But majority of Christendom worship on Sunday. We prefer Sunday. Uh, there are scriptural reasons, but it did not say that we have to worship on Sunday. Like the Lord rose again from the dead on a Sunday, right? The Holy Spirit manifested himself on a Sunday. The day of Pentecost was a Sunday. And the early church we could find in Acts 20 verse 7, 1 Corinthians 16, 2. The church met on the first day of the week, it says which means it was a habit to meet at the temple on a Sunday while they met in the houses, house to house, on the regular days. Again, we are not legalistic about this. However, we do it on a Sunday. Okay? Maybe if we run out of space, if, if Tagalog service is so full and Vesper is so full and we put up one more service in the afternoon, it becomes so full and there's no more space. Maybe I will begin a Saturday night service. I said maybe. Or I'd prefer we look for a bigger space. Well, what does this mean to us, to you? What's so important about this? Well, I do believe we should rest at least one day a week. I believe we should rest. Okay, okay, let me use the Hebrew word, stop working, cease. You may say, I'm not that tired. It's not the issue. Cease from work. Stop. Pastor, sobra nga sa rest ng anak ko, kailangan nga umalis na magtrabaho. At least to worship time, no? Make it a Sunday. It's good to start Saturday night. Work everything so that Sunday you don't have to prepare anything so you are rested. Problem if we are not prepared. What happens on Sunday morning? What happens? I should do a case study on each family here. What happens on the Sunday morning? Why half the congregation is late? What happens on the Sunday morning? We wake up and you could not find your socks. Therefore, you have to look for it. Since you can't find one, you have to look at the bin the used socks and use it and said and your sibling saw it and you said don't tell mom so you wear the socks and then what happens uh, is that we don't sleep early enough that's why we sleep so late so Sunday morning so hard to wake up your parents are having a hard time waking you up so that you can be on time because you did not prepare yourself to rest on Saturday night what else happens? Uh, you're still doing work. A lot of work, therefore, you have a hard time coming and worshiping God. And even during worshiping God, your mind is still at work. One thing we teach in prayer is to empty your mind and heart and then fill it with God. Empty your mind and your emotions with any, anything else of the world, anything or any concern, all concerns, you empty it. You just forget it for a while. One day, please forget your problems. Okay? 
And please don't bother one another and say, please let us worship. You see, we can't do anything about this now. We've done all we can. The ball is outside our hands. We did our best. We now have to trust in the result. Then what do you do? Then your mind can rest. Amen? Darling, yung pambayad. Trust God. <laughs> Let's trust God this Sunday. You know, we accomplish more with faith than with panic. We accomplish more with trust than worry. So you say to one another, this day, let us forget all our worries and our problems, including problems you have with your children. Ay, naku, sakit ng ulo ko sa anak mo. Not today. Let's just trust the Lord. And let's just thank the Lord that we have a wonderful focus on the positive on Sunday, okay? And children saying, oh, it's so hard to raise parents. Oh, my God. Uh, it's hard raising parents. They're the one who's late. I'm the one who's early. So this time you encourage them and say, dad, Thai, you want me to wake you up next time? You want me to remind you to sleep early so tomorrow morning we can do it? Mom, do you want me to help you prepare what we will cook tomorrow so you don't have to think tomorrow? We prepare it today. If you're raising parents, do that. Amen? Yes, it's not always the fault of the children while you're late. It's usually the parents. <laughs> no, I love you. Not all, not all. Amen? No, not all. Praise God. Okay. It's not good to be late. Especially me, when we lived in San Jose. It wasn't good for me waking up late because I have to preach, right? So what happens if we wake up late? Or one of us wakes up late and we have to go? The temptation to drive my car as a race car is often there. So I have to beat several minutes, but the danger of accidents would always be there. No business, no busyness. No business. I encourage you on a Sunday, please don't talk business. Is that okay? Don't ask me for investment on a Sunday. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I like my Sunday as a Sunday. That's when I watch a lot of, of, of uh, uh, worship videos. That's a time I find time to read something that is not of business, for crying out loud. Something not of my academics, hopefully not, and forget it for a while. But the temptation is always there. Well, we're not legalistic anyway, so I'll just go study this. Well, again, sometimes you can do it. But hopefully, most of the time, you keep the Sunday worry-free, business-free, and busyness-free. All right? It's okay. Patubuin mo ng konti yung damo. Okay lang yon. Okay? Of course, there are some exceptions. If there's a snake in your house, take it out. You don't say, Mom, it's the Sabbath. Don't disturb me. <laughs> don't do that. But it's a day where we can fellowship. It's a day we can forget all our worries because we know that God is in 
control. You see, rest recharges our minds, our emotions, and physical well-beings. It recharges us. What's the problem if we do not recharge, if we do not rest? This has been a study, and you can search the, the journals, the medical journals, and even other productivity journals, even in business, that those who do not have enough rest, their productivity goes down. It's a proven concept. That's why my friend who lives in New Zealand said to me, uh, here the four-day work week is real. They make us go home and they don't want us to work because they recognize productivity goes up. Have you experienced it that you had a long vacation? You can't, get, you can't wait to, uh, you know, to get back? I, I felt it before when we, I had long vacations with my wife. We would have 10-day vacations somewhere outside the country. And by just being there, you, know, you get tired of all the happiness. I said, I need to go back. I need to create something. I need to achieve something now. I am rested and inspired. And also, when you rest you begin to have creative ideas on how to solve something. You have a problem, then suddenly it becomes very clear. I know what I can try. I know what to do next. It becomes very clear. I learned this when I was in college. When there is an exam the next day, I recognize it was pointless to study the night before. Pointless. I believe the important thing to do the night before was to sleep. And sleep I did. Ano pang iyahabol mo? Konting pahabol? Basa-basa? Then you go to the exam day, you're, you lack sleep, you're overloaded with, with information, recent information, so you come in and say, nobody talk to me. Nobody touch me. Then you walk. Tapos na dapa ka, ay nako! Then suddenly, mental block. Uh, that's what happens if you procrastinate. You have to study every day, recognize the concepts every day, enjoy it every day so that the time comes, you don't have to cram it there. Right? Yeah, one secret of mine when I was in college was to sleep well. It wasn't popular then. It wasn't popular. What was popular then was Burn out. Work hard until there's nothing left. Give your life for the company. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Give my life for the company. The company's not Jesus Christ. <laughs> but even Christ wanted us to have some rest. The Bible wanted us to have some rest. There was a time in the 80s. You know what was the motto in the 80s? Burn out for Jesus. Oh, it was a sad result. So many pastors planted so many churches. They broke down. Nervous breakdown, family breakdown, so much breakdown. That's why I learned, not me. I will work hard. I will be so into it, yet when it is time to rest, it is time to rest. And sometimes the warning signals are all around us. Like my classmate died from aneurysm. I said, what? He's my age. And I was in his 30s. I was in my 30s. He died in his 30s with aneurysm. How do you prevent that? I was talking to one doctor, to another doctor. He said, rest. Sleep. 
Okay. So when I get so stressed, I say, Bahala kayo sa buhay niyo, matutulog ako. <laughs> Why? Because if I'm not rested, I am stressed. And when I am stressed, I don't reveal my good character. If you are stressed and impatient, you'll be impatient, you'll be judgmental because you want things to happen quickly. And you don't even speak very well, you mumble. Tatanong uli sa iyo ng asawa mo, sinabi ko So wives, if they begin speaking that way, you just tell them, sleep first. We'll talk later. Don't force the issue that time. Because all you'll hear is speaking in tongues, okay? Then he begins saying that, you suddenly pray, oh, thank you, Lord, for the gift. No, that's not it. The failure to rest at least once a week, I believe, as many studies have been made, will have repercussions, which includes illnesses. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes when a person is sick and says, Pastor Ed, please pray. So I said, how have you been resting? If they are so rested and, and they feel so sick, you are really sick. If they are not rested and they have sickness, I say, it's your fault. I will pray for you, but change your ways. We can get sick. Another repercussion is mental strain. Mental strain. Yeah. Do you know that you can lose your mind? You know, you can lose your mind with too much stress. Do you know that mental health is an important thing? If you take care of, if you give importance to the physical health, you have to give importance to the mental health. In the early parts of my marriage, everything was going well, but I felt tired. I felt there was no energy in me. So I consulted this, this wonderful Christian lady. He has a PhD in uh, uh, social sciences, but majoring in social therapy, group therapy. So uh, me and her just consulted. And she asked several questions. And uh, she said, well, you're, you're just, you're depressed, but you don't know that you're depressed. Really? I don't think I'm sad. No, 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 no. There's another kind of depression. It's just you're not really sad, but there's no energy in you to do things. That's a type of depression, and you have to watch it. I said, you know what I do? I like going to the mall and going to the arcade and shoot some stuff. Oh, it's just your childhood that you missed. Yes, I did miss it because when I was in college, I was serving the Lord, and I forgot about rest and recreation. So I miss a lot while all the other kids were happy. I was doing the work of the Lord. I didn't recognize at least once a week I should enjoy myself. And frankly, I think I was getting worse because I took pleasure in shooting. Um, I was in, the games I like were shooting. Yeah, come on. And I take the ones where I have to kill <laughs> so, uh, so there were a lot of pent-up emotions that were not released and could have been released if I were running or playing or what. Well, mental strain. So how's your mental health? 
Mm-hmm. Mm, I see. In the family, we admitted to one another, said, I'm feeling crazy today. We actually admitted to one another, and it's no big deal for us. Oh, you just need to rest. You need to do this. What's bothering you? No, 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 no. So uh, uh, we, we are quite open about that. Some, sometimes we are not, but we just recognize the signs. Stressed. So we ask the key questions. What time did you sleep? For the last few days, honestly. Ah, that's why you're acting that way. That's why you're so impatient. That is why there's no smile on your face. The lack of sleep. We become emotionally unstable as well. Without rest. No wonder we have kids who are so depressed so early in life. You know, I think the midlife crisis will come earlier for these kids. Yeah, I think in their 20s, they'll have a... Now there's something called a quarter crisis. Never heard of that. And I was just searching about depression, suicidal tendencies, and there was this phrase, a quarter crisis. What in the world? Where did that come from? I recognize myself because I worked so hard for the kingdom, which was imbalanced. I was imbalanced. But... Right now, it's not even for the kingdom. They're so stressed, having a good position in a game. <laughs> and they're so stressed when their mom says, Kakaina! Because <laughs> they were in the middle of the game. Or there's so much in Facebook comparing themselves with all the people they see in Facebook. Buti pa siya na nakapunta do. Buti pa to. Ako ganito. Buti pa yon. Ah, nandun sila. Ba't hindi ako in-invite? At dami. But if it's your day of rest, let them have their fun. I will have mine. Okay? No, I really don't mind. Enjoy yourselves. I would be concerned if, if the elders will be meeting about the direction of the church and I'm not there. <laughs> but if you go, you guys go places, wonderful. Uh, where do you have you? Uh, you, you went to Misibis. Where else? You went to, you go every, almost every week. So, uh, senior citizens, join the growth group. <laughs> it's a unique growth group. It's the growth group with travel incentives. <laughs> well, they have the time. <laughs> Senior citizens, yes. They have the time and they have the discount. Uh, <laughs> so before you lose your mind, join the growth group of the elders. Okay? <laughs> Senior citizens. And you know, if you, we don't rest, we also experience relational stress. Because you will have expectations, because you feel disturbed, weak, mind, emotions, body. There's a weakness that happens to you that you don't know. Your body did not heal because you slept less. So relationship-wise, you don't say the right words. Why? In relationships, you know what we need is... Patience. Can you say the word patience? patience? 
patience. Love is patient. 1 Corinthians 13, love is patient. Before you think of romance, think of patience. Some of us think about romantic. Oh, young ladies, you look for patience first. You don't look at how dashing a man is. You don't look at how good he looks at you or speaks. You look wonderful today. You don't look at those things. You first check in his family, is he patient? Ah, is that important? Yes, because when the romance lifts and all responsibilities remain, the true self shall reveal. <laughs> the advice goes for gentlemen as well. Yeah, the, my wife had a classmate in Butuan City when she was taking a three-week missions course. And uh, there was this uh, person who became their friend. And uh, he, he jokes around, I'll be going home to the Lion of Judah. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, you know, the Lion of Judah is one of the descriptions of the Lord, the names of the Lord. Okay, so uh, I prefer the Lamb of God when, when she's with me. But to protect the family, I like my wife to be a Lion of Judah. That's fine. But not towards me. I prefer the Lamb of God. <laughs> so, uh, that's a, those are serious relationship advice, young people. Very serious relationship advice. Uh, don't get driven away with all this hype in the media about these, these telenovelas that you think your life would be another telenovela. Well, you can stage it afterwards. But... Before that, the basis is not that. The basis is commitment to the Lord, consistency, patience with one another, because love is patient, and being progressive, improving one another. Don't forget to rest, because there will be relational stress. Number two, we should sanctify or set apart a day we treat as holy to God. Sunday is a good day of worship. Again, we are not legalistic about it. It would depend on the community that you are a part of. Again, let me say again, there are some Baptist communities that do worship on a Saturday. And I'm not saying that is wrong. I'm not saying we are right. I'm saying this is our preference. For us, we gather to worship every Sunday. Can you say Sunday? Sunday. Say it again. Sunday. Sunday. All right. Sunday, we set apart Sunday, meaning we reserve the day to worship God. This day, I worship God. Hopefully, most Sundays, you worship God with no business, hopefully. In rare emergency occasions, that is fine. If Sunday is your business, then find another day to rest your mind and emotions. Like in, in, in the Philippines, Sunday is a busy day for depending on some businesses. Like we're going to eat out later, so people would be bus busy. Yet, those who run such business or employed in such business can find another day to just rest their minds. And when it is your day of rest, please, please rest. If you lack sleep, please sleep. 
Others, when they get to their day of rest, what do they do? They do another work. Sideline ba? Para kumita. You'd rather do the sideline. You'd rather work 10 hours a day, even 12 hours a day. That is fine. You can even work 14 hours a day, but there must be a day of rest. To worship and to listen to God's word every Sunday refocuses us. Sunday worship reminds us of our Creator, Father, Lord, Commander, and Savior. In a manner of speaking, Sunday worship also recharges our spiritual batteries. Yes, yes, you can recharge part of your spiritual battery alone by having a prayer time. Some call it a quiet moment, a quiet time to meditate, to read scripture and pray. That's great. However, together is another issue as well. Because God meant for us to be a body. And as we worship together, somehow all out, all over scripture, when they gather together, somehow there's a response from God. From the Old Testament people, Israel, even to the New Testament, even to Revelations, God spoke to the churches as a collective not necessarily always as individuals. What does that mean? Meaning together when we come together, somehow God responds to it. A failure to be consistent in Sunday worship might result in spiritual isolation and a decrease of spiritual energy through time. Yes, try not just forget it for six months. I'm not saying you try it. If ever it happened to you, you feel weaker, less focused on God. And somehow spiritually isolated. And number three, leaders model rest and worship to their community. Moreover, leaders convince others to do the same. For how can others believe if the leader does not practice rest and worship? For me, like me, I work on Sunday. You know, after I give you a message, I really feel tired. Somehow, maybe it's so different from just lecturing in Ateneo. Because lecturing, you just share the information. Do you understand? Let me explain. But here, somehow, because my heart is into it, my mind is into it, and sometimes my body is into it, I get tired. Therefore, I find different rest times during the week. And I treat it as sacred I'm resting, darling. Mm. No, I love my wife. <laughs> but sometimes I'm resting. It's my rest. She also announces, rest day ko ngayon. So it means I shouldn't bother her. And I try not to ask her anything. And uh, I go to my daughter, hey, cook me some eggs. Uh, <laughs> I stress out somebody else because she said, it's my rest day. Okay, it's a rest day. Okay. Because we see the importance of that. Because during rest days, we can reflect, we can rethink. We can evaluate ourselves. What happens if you're so busy without time to rest? You cannot evaluate yourself. We cannot see what's wrong with us. We cannot apply Matthew 7. First, take out the log in your own eye before you look at others. We have to learn to apply that to see what's wrong with us and what's also good by God's grace. 
and continue what we do well and what we're not doing well or what the words we're not saying right, the thoughts we're not saying right. We have to analyze it and find what's wrong and pray, Lord, change me, O Lord. You know, the more difficult part in life is if you are not aware of what's wrong with you. Oh, yes. Please be fully aware. So, you say, you're not being invited to these lovely gatherings, which you see on Facebook. So, you know, you can evaluate yourself. Ask, why, I guess? Why? Uh, maybe you will come up with your reasons why. Maybe why one reason is, oh, you looked in the mirror and you saw why. You saw that you were not smiling enough. You know that smile is a very important thing? It's a relationship bridge. If you're not used to smiling, try practicing. I heard in Japan, my friend told me, there was a seminar on how to smile. <laughs> a friend of mine studied there. She's in Switzerland right now. But she was telling the story. There was a seminar on how to smile. Apparently, not, most of them don't have it, it's not natural for most of them. For us, it's natural. That's why if you don't smile, yes, what's wrong with this person? Unlike, you know, if you go to other places, I won't mention the countries, but I said to my wife, I'm not going back to that country. They're not smiling. However, there are some countries we keep going back to, even though they don't speak English very well, but they always smile. So they always smile so well. It's so nice. Uh, and it's just amazing. Now, evaluating ourselves, sometimes be careful because how you think is how you behave. Sometimes remember on what you fear. If you're afraid people will judge you, it might be because you're also quick to judge. Because some of us don't even think about that. But because you're that, it's probable. It's possible. Or maybe because you dominate the conversation and people don't want to be with you. You're like 80% of the time you talk. If you have that issue, my suggestion to you, my really, really practical suggestion, get a dog and talk to the dog. It's therapy. Hi, how are you? You look so cute today, huh? Okay, we're going to walk out today, all right? And uh, yeah, you'll find a, a dog is good. Why? When you come home, no matter how angry you are, he comes to you wagging his tail. Yeah, very nice. Then when he grows and you don't train him, he jumps at you. <laughs> a friend of mine, when I was a kid, fell down, had to go to the hospital, because the German shepherd was so happy when she came home that he jumped on her, and both of them fall on the gr fell on the ground. Um, or maybe you can learn to be silent and listen and understand others more. When you connect with others, you make it about them instead of about you. You listen and you say, that's interesting. So what happened next? And then, and then, 
rather than, oh, you know, my grandfather used to say. And, you know, I had that experience once upon a time, and uh, this is what actually happened. Yes, 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 yes. And, uh, and another time, in, you know, in World War II, I read somewhere. <laughs> Chill. Okay, you know a lot. Chill. But this is a conversation for relationship. What we want is to get to know the other. Right? Some of us, when we go to a growth group, you're always so ready to make it about you. We are there to pray for the others, and others will pray for you. It's not about you, it's about them. And that's how they should think as well. It's not about them, it's about you as well. That's how it works. It's that, you know, my problem, Pastor Ed. <laughs> I was betrayed. I said, I know how you feel, and I'd say, welcome to the club if it's your first time. <sighs> Jesus Christ was betrayed. Who are we? He's the most decent man on earth, and we're not even that decent. Some people will criticize us and betray us because of something that, that we could have done wrong, or maybe they're just jealous. Welcome to the club. And the sooner you realize that you will be betrayed, the more you are careful with friends, right? Hello, friend. Are you my friend because I have money or not? <laughs> Hello, friend. Uh, 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 am I your friend just because I treat everybody else? No, you don't say that. But you are somehow more careful, but not really closed. But right now, your trust is in the Lord, amen? Not on people, because people will always disappoint you. One technique in not being stressed out, give expectations a rest. You know, in my family, I put it down to the barest expectation. But most essential, forget the little ones. Forget that. Okay? I thank God my wife has given up all expectation about me. Uh, no, she expects me to love her, of course. <clears throat> but, you know, I'm a very practical man, and I try to be romantic once in a while. And once in a while, once in a blue moon, I become, you know, I give her something expensive. Once in a while. <laughs> and I do mean once in a while, like every 10 years. So I said, when I give a gift, so that is uh, your birthday, your new year, your rest of the year gift, for 10 years, all right? That's why I, it's so expensive because that's for 10 years. Is that a deal? And, uh, I said, okay lang, basta you own. Okay, got it. <laughs> so you call it advanced investment. So that one day anniversary comes when she asks, oh, yung gift ko? She doesn't ask because she know I bought it in advance. <laughs> I said, gift? <laughs> So, we have to model it, we have to rest and worship. So, please make a commitment to say, Sunday I will rest. If not Sunday, another day, but Sunday at least we gather to worship and protect that time. And say, I'd like to see it like the Jewish people. Well, not all of them, but some of them would say, they are married to God and somehow Sabbath is a celebration of that. 
a reminder of that. We are uh, in Christ, and because of that, we, we respect. Can you imagine Gustavo being married to his wife, not attending the reception? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine the groom missing the reception, or the bride missing the reception? So they tell the stories about this bride and this groom, and she's absent. No, it is a celebration that both must be present. We are in Christ, and we have a relationship with Christ. We have to be present. Amen? So please don't fluctuate, all right? You know the good thing about GCF Naga? We even have a Vesper service, right? You know, once upon a time when Pacquiao was in his heyday, you know, 10 o'clock service, like half the people are gone. They're all in Vesper. <laughs> At least they went to Vesper. But some of them, I said, Hoy, pati Vesper, wala ka, ha? Pati replay, pinanood mo, no? Put God first. You can always see a replay again and again. So do not forget rest. Because I pray that there will be less crazy people in this church. Please do not add to the list of very, very crazy people. A little crazy is okay. You're so stressed out. You talk to your friends and we pray. Ah, get it out of your system. We pray. And then rest. Mental health, emotional health, physical health. While at the same time, spiritual health, worshiping God. Let us all rise and let us pray. Amen. Father in heaven, thank you, thank you for giving us an example, your law in, to Israel. Though we are not under the law, we recognize the practice as still important to having a day of worship. And having rest, the importance of resting, stopping from work, releasing our minds from worries and problems, releasing our emotions from the burden, at least for one day a week, we want to enjoy you and enjoy our fellowship with one another. To God be the glory. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, and the fellowship of His Spirit be with you all. And God's people say... Palakpakan natin ang Panginoon.